T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. It's the 6th of March, 2019. Ken Laird. Chris Curtis. Where you been? Little thing called the real KNC, although Callahan made a point. That's a great point, Mutt. This is the only KNC. What are you talking about? Future's unlimited. Uh, the last remaining. We've been gone for a bit. Two lazy sons of bitches. Why have we been gone, Curtis? Where have we been? In Late. Rome. We've been uh, managing... The building a little bit. Power broker. With uh, other responsibilities, we've been, uh, you know, other podcasts pop up from time to time. Yeah, you were moonlighting on a uh, office fantastic podcast. office podcast. Superb. Hello, one, two, three, four. Oh, there we go. So it's that, that one. This is like much better. But I don't think we're lazy. We're the hardest working people in this building. Yeah. Uh, well, to really go through the start of the excuses. I have no excuse. Obviously, we had a long negotiating period. You and I had a lot of leverage. Correct. And it's called leverage. We maximized that leverage. Yes, sir. And then uh, we moved physically locations from one studio to another, one building to another. So the podcast space has been getting ironed out. Oh. But we were just kind of waiting for our set. You know what I mean? Like uh, Bodie and Point Break. I don't know that, but I I agree. It was a big spot. I've seen some parts with Rob Lowe. I don't think I've seen the whole movie. Great movie. Yes. Have you guys seen Free Solo? No, I'm not. Again, no. Why do I do this? We've hit a steady period of Mutt and Callahan. <laughs> uh, obviously, the show launched amid much drama. Minahan's replacement. He's not ready for prime time. Maybe I shouldn't even say that. There wasn't much drama. The show just launched without really anybody being consulted. It just was oh, I mean, I would say that, uh, an easy way to put it is the company as a whole mismanaged the entire situation. We were put on the air with a press release that nobody on the show heard of. And it says our show is called Mutt and Callahan? Yeah, found that out. Was suggested I found that, that yesterday. I learned that in the Globe. Two days later, Jerry's off, Mutt's off. We have turkey shows with Mark James. So your turkeys of the year. It was a fucked up period of the show's history that wasn't handled well from top to bottom. But, but. we got through that. And um, they found a are... current picture of Mutt, and they were ready to go. I mean, it was a... <laughs> I mean, what an image! I mean, <laughs> Jerry, just do it. Don't check with me. No one checks with me on anything. There is no just idea. do it. Mutt's been doing fine. He's been doing a good job. You know, I, I, we give Mutt a lot of shit. Please don't go where you are. We'll get to that. He's growing. I think as a personality. This story is insane. Mutt works hard. He cares. Nobody works harder, and nobody cares the most. And he, uh, you know, I think has been finding his role a little bit. He said that none of them are cooperating. So, I, so. I love Mutt. You and I, were biased, but I think Mutt's doing a good job. And things like today where you discuss something as arbitrary as what you're giving up for Lent. And Mutt's just never ceases to amaze. Are you giving up something for Lent? As a good I am, Catholic? yes. What are you giving up? I'm giving up cereal. Cereal? <laughs> yeah. What the hell's wrong with cereal? You don't eat cereal. You don't I, eat fast I, I eat cereal. Not bad for you. I'm eating at least a bowl of cereal should, a day. On most days, booze. it's a like, Woo! Booge, you want to out with the shakes every maybe morning? I'll do, maybe I'll like Dennis Hopper and, and Hoosiers. <laughs> Patently dumb. It's Dave O'Brien, Michael uh, and Peba. Or not well thought out reasons. There's now hope winning. in San Diego. For doing something. And his uh, his serial moment today was great. He had, of course, a great uh, story yesterday on the show. The yeah, way. it was. Big Boys Weekend away. Wow. Yeah, it was excellent. Great stories. Yep. Got excellent any good time. ones? No. We went to Stratton, went to a bar, played cards. 
Came home. Oh, well, I guess that was Monday. This trip to Stratton. That was that was an all timer. You have traveled a lot with Mutt lately. So what? You have any like keen observations from the road? You guys didn't room together, but you were in Fort we Myers for a week. We basically did. I mean, we were we did everything together in Fort Myers. I got pantsed. By the end of the trip, I think we were pretty sick of each other. But he I went to a dinner with your uh, parents. He went with my mom and dad. We went out to dinner. Mutt is. He is the definition of what you see is what you get. Yes, I'm vapid, whatever. I disagree. He looks like a normal guy, and under the surface, he is not normal. I'm jacked in that picture. Okay, well, he's not normal. I mean, in terms of his persona, he's a really genuinely good guy yeah, on and yeah, off Yeah, he's here. a good guy. What, are you trying to do an ambush here or something? No, I, I, he means uh, well. He means well. Yeah, be and safe, tomorrow. guys. He drinks a lot. Like, we, we, it is a shtick, but he drinks a lot. I'm thrilled, man. Thanks for coming I really appreciate it. There was a bar about 50 yards from the entrance of our hotel called Rusty's, and he would just get back... Around 2 o'clock, I'd say, hey, what are you up to? He's sitting outside, just having Miller Lights. Lubed, lubed up and ready. Didn't want to sit in his room at all. So we went to a dog race one day. By a dog. We went down to Benito. You did some traveling with him at the Super Bowl, but as he's pointing out now, his foot, his, his toe is beyond repair because he walked on it when it was broken. He blames Jerry for it. He blames Jerry walking fast at the Super Bowl for Mutt's re-injury of something that we, to this day, don't understand. You're a ten-tool threat, my friend. One for each toe. It all began with an inadvertent text that he sent you and I that he uh, right. proclaimed was for his wife. Right, which we had to be sympathy. It was a sympathy text. It was, look at me, I need help. Lord text. Please think of me today. <laughs> and now it's just somehow transformed into this debilitating injury that he requires special medical tape for. What's he called? What's he called? The toe, the toe tape? Or... Baby? <laughs> well, it wasn't baby. It was like, I don't know what he said. Re-injurement? It was true mutt rage in the he offices. He was mad at me. Turquoise! I gotta wear this toe. Toe boot now. Because Jerry was walking Jerry. fast. Like, what I'm, the hell I'm doing Jerry's do voice me? for Mutt. <laughs> oh, my God. He is a unique guy. Go F yourself. The things that we did well in the old show, we're not going to be able to do the same show. We, we are doing things now that, you know, probably would have been mocked somewhat on the old show. Thanks to Harry Mannion. I think we're still a good replication of that. <laughs> But we're having more guests on than we used to. So we had a draft guy on today. Lance Zierlein is the NFL Network's analyst who breaks down all things draft. There were times during that you can tell Mutt wanted to pull the ripcord. You're either buying the cake or you're buying the ingredients. Mm-hmm. His teammate, A.J. Brown, is the cake. That's the better yeah. of the two wide right. receivers I from a production. That. Harry Mannion last week, he didn't want to mention that we had Harry Mannion coming yep. on for the craft stuff. We've had a million questions, million legal questions. I'm an idiot. I can't answer them. We'll get those answers on the Bob Kraft situation from a legal expert next. Does right. That- there's there's still that looming presence. You're afraid. Of the former host of this show where Mutt is not governed, but he just recognizes what we used to do and what we're not doing now. Right. And so he tries to sort of, I don't know, he's hesitant. But to there are things embrace. that he likes that deep down, he he likes a little draft talk. He Absolutely. Likes sports insight from the Action Network. Get in the weeds with some football talk. So, so I just he likes him, baseball, but he I wants want to the embrace baseball it. talk. The Red Sox are my little neck of the woods. Yeah. Do it. Do what you want to do. This is a new show for you to em- embrace who you are. Which mud is it? Unless you are fully transparently you, the show is not going to be as successful as it can be. Like, I'm an all-star game sort of savant. So that that is frustrating at times, like the Mannion thing. You know, it's like, just say his fucking name. Who cares? Like, it's, <laughs> he's going to be on the radio. Just say it! Um, and if you don't, that's the other thing, is if you really don't want to have someone on, you're an equal party in this. <laughs> Let us know. Maybe we'll agree. Maybe we'll disagree. But at least, you know, you can fight it. Or fight it on the air. That's uh, even good content. I'm sure I'm making it easier than it is. He's got to have a relationship with Jerry. They're still trying to... But, please, stop. You travel with those guys. They're not close right now, right? It's not like they're hanging out all the time. Uh, no. Nah. Mutt wants Jerry's approval, I'm sure, deep down at some level. He wants to, you know, they want to have a good show. They want to be on the same page. But right, it's tough. They don't communicate that much. What it, game were you watching, At what Mutt? point? There is still 
um, some growing to be done with the Mutt and Jerry relationship. Now we have a casting couch that's mostly our old casting couch from the uh, KNC days, uh, minus a couple parts. Of course, Trenny doesn't want to come back. Ah. Uh, Tangway's not coming back. No, 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 no. So we have Reamer, ah! who's still alive and well. We love Reamer. Alex Reamer. Love the guy. That's our best comparable to the old show, I think, when Reamer's on. He understands us. He's been around for, you know, two years plus. You know, he and Jerry are very comfortable at any time. They can cover any topic. Too comfortable. I love the Reamer. Uh, of course, the company still wants a little limit on the Reamer appearances, and so does uh, the listening public led by John Dennis. How about Chihuahua? I got a text from Dino yesterday. We have many arrangements for that, Lumpy. And I thought for sure it was going to be Reamer related. Yeah, you are the weasel, and I'll tell you why you're the weasel. I knew it. I don't hear from John often at all, maybe three times a year, but it was uh, seeking access. I am former co-host of WEEI's Dennis and Callahan show. Please follow me for direct message. I have something important, not seeking access. To the Sox game. Oh. Today. What place and how many wins? I think he wants to go visit Meter, so he was looking for Ah. our engineer's contact information. We'll have him on during a half inning. Ooh, baby. Oof. This year. Um, wow. So, That'd be good. Who's the tallest? All right, who's the tallest? Yeah, but anyway, how's Reamer been lately to you? Like, yesterday I, he was on, he was fired up. Uh, he, I saw P- Weathermen tweeting. My first kids go were. Of the my season. kids were. He came back, he had a good story from the from the road. I mean, it was bathhouse related, which a lot of people don't want to hear any of that stuff. But Jerry does. This was a gentleman's club. It was called Club Fort Lauderdale. And you, you pay got, cover? Like, guys working out shirtless? Uh, naked. Naked oh. workouts. Oh, what? My God. That's too much. Older nope. crowd, though. Nope, Again, nope, I was nope, the youngest nope, person nope, there nope. by you, about You pay money to get in the place? 30 bucks, yeah. I draw the line right there. The day naked Thirty workouts. bucks, and you go nope. in, and as soon as you walk in, you see naked guys. Yeah, you, you, we have, you get a locker, strip down. You can wear a bathing suit if you want. Uh, I, I have a soft spot for Alex. I, I think he's great. I, I do. I think he's prepared. I love how much people hate him. That makes me like him more. It's sort of like that Trump effect for Jerry. The people that are bothered or too sensitive to handle Reamer reveal more about themselves than they do about Alex in terms of what they really want on the radio. So I like Alex. I'm, I'm always for it. He's got energy. He's, he listens to everything and is prepared to talk. About all the topics. He fancies himself as smart. We all know fully well he's not that smart. And long fawack things. But he always makes a good point. The more smart people on the show, associated with the show we can have, the better. I think that's generally true. And Tomasi is, I think, our smartest casting house guy. How many United States senators are there? 100. Oh, why did I bet on him? 100, right. 100 senators. Four from every state. Name Massachusetts four senators. I thought there were two. What? <laughs> Tomasi. Tomasi, you flunk. And so he's been on a kind of a good run lately. He's He's been a steady... I would say more more than steady. He's been on a good streak here lately. Last couple shows have been good with Tomasi. I love Tomasi. He's, as we always say, if Tomasi had Reamer's energy, he'd be in with us every morning. The act of settling with him is an admission by the NFL that they were afraid they were going to lose. It is the cost of of doing business, not an admission. One of the great social justice (laughs) warriors. I put him up there with Rosa Parks, who, by the way, she was going to sit in the front, and they said, here, we'll write your check. And she said, I'm going to go to the back of the bus. She never got a Nike deal. (laughs) Those are our two comfortables. Now, Wiggy is the new guy. Grazie. He really hit the sweet spot. He came in in the heart of Patriots playoffs. Shelifasess. <laughs> no, that's, that that's just street lingo, Jerry. Street I'll get lingo. to you. You don't get that. I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> it was a new, fresh thing for us. It was something to get a little buzz going. There right. are a ton of shake spots, you know, black strip clubs down there. You'll have a great time. He left his old show. Nobody really knows why. Uh, it's kind of like the Love Boat story. He's not really getting into the full details on the air with that, which is a little odd, but fine. I mean, he's been largely good for us. He then hit the post-Patriots period. 
where Reamer and others have felt he's been exposed. He's feeling the heat. He knows he's been exposed as a two-hour-a-week guy. Where's the truth? Uh, the truth is not a two-hour guy. I, I don't think that. But there is a tr- what I will say is there is a truth to the fatigue felt in that room by Mutt and Jerry when Wiggy's in. I should be every day. Yeah, there's sometimes a Wiggy fatigue. I mean, they are, they, they, they're like the second, the third and fourth producers. They're in our control room constantly when Wiggy's in. It's almost the same as the Mark James effect. <laughs> it's not close to the Mark James effect. Mark James is a nun. That is a... No, 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 Michael, no. Michael Jr.'s his son. No, he's, he's not. not. That is a tough morning when Mark is in. I agree, but I'm saying that when Mark was in, the amount of times that one of the hosts would be in our control room is similar when Wiggy's in. Yeah, but it, but it's not a hatred. It's like, uh, you know, Wiggy's well, Wiggy won't shut up about this. No, so it's the, the no, no. They, it's not even close. There's not even. They don't hate. They like Wiggy. Wiggy. They yeah. like Wiggy a lot. They hated James. I totally agree. I'm a walking dichotomy. I experienced the full Wiggy when we went to Atlanta. When we he's facetiming on Rectrix. We get into the 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 <laughs> rental car, or the uh, the cab that takes us to the hotel from la- uh, when we landed, and we're rushing. You know, we're all tired. We work the full day, and he's calling like sixteen people when we're sitting crammed in this cab. <laughs> and in the breaks, I walk in, and it's like the segment never ended. So he's still going on about whatever the topic is of the day. I'm all for a wall, okay? So yeah. That's where the fatigue is. It's not anything to dislike. It's just that there isn't really an off switch. Wiggy's going to be a part of the WEI family, we think, soon. So in what form, we're not sure. You never go back! (laughs) Next week, he's going to be on Monday and Friday. So we're going to get a little first glimpse of what it's like for two days a week. Wiggy, we're going to get a little separation, let it breathe a little bit, get Wiggy on Monday and Wiggy on Friday. Right, that's the plan for next week, and then we'll have sort of, we'll fill in the rest with, you know, a Reamer, okay. yeah. Tomasi, and Drellick probably next week. Drellick's been in, and obviously in a weird spot personally. As you noted, he was like up at four in the morning yesterday. He's not sleeping, he's, he's not in good health. More and more fudge. He lost his job at Comcast. We, we do feel bad for him. Look at Drellick's tweets about the Celtics. He's trying too hard. He's trying to be. Uh, like, it's so bad. That's uh, what helped uh, me get uh, to a that. Pundit. Yeah. A pundit. A, a sports pundit. I wish the best for him. He's not been, I would say, great with us lately, though. He's been a little. I mean, He's Drellick. I like him. He's manic. Well, yeah, duh. He's manic, and he's in a manic extreme state right now. He's just, I do like the fact that he makes Jerry laugh. He's kind of this whack packer. He's bizarre. He's strange, but he has to be brought into the right situations. Like, when he came back and hadn't seen the Super Bowl, that was a total buzzkill. That show. I've not watched any of the Super Bowl since. So it's been over a week now. You've had a oh, chance no, to I wheel back. Oh no, I DVR'd it and I got back and I watched That's every, what Ken did. Every That's what Ken play. had to do. Ken was dealing They're, with some uh, what kind a, a, a of loser young daughter. Does that? Someone who's in sports for a living, Evans. That's true. Jerry was not amused by that. We were going to get into the Super Bowl last year. He famously said that Brady didn't get the job done. He didn't get the job done! And that gave us weeks of content and he was great on that. And then for him to come back after losing his gig and not be prepared was a... I was on vacation! Okay, but it's been a you week. A boner shrinker, but I I think there is a role for Evan at this station and on our show going forward. Unfortunately, we all love Dickerson, and it appears he's going through a tough time right now. He had kind of a vague tweet about this. He's not returning any of our texts at the moment. No! We want him back. I mean, we we love him once a week. Comfortable shoe. Jerry likes him. I love Dick. Big voice. Yeah, good he, energy. He's not, he's not hmm. dynamic over the top one way or the other, but he fits our show. He fits in. I mean, I thought he did a great job on Mondays this year with us. You know, in e- a show that sounds easy. Yep. But we've had people that get in the way of the Brady interviews. <laughs> hey, Tom. Pete Shepard, long time. How you doing? Hi, Pete. We've had people who's trying that just don't mesh. Those days where Jerry really and Mutt would give you their reaction to the game. Dickerson would probably repeat what Jerry said, and we'd all get along. Right. And then we'd had good interviews with Tom, and that obviously was important for us, and, and it went well this season. 
I got a text from Greg last week around this time and uh, haven't still haven't spoken to him um, personally. Been reaching out every day just to check in. So wish him the best. You know, he's got um, some serious problems that he's dealing with and uh, hopefully he works out. And then next week now, we're going to start a new phase of the Mutton Callahan show, which is not really involves our show, but it's not strictly our show. Next Tuesday from 8 to 10, we have John Jastrzemski coming in. Ooh, baby. Who's an overnight guy at the fan in New York. He is a New York guy. There's no doubting that when you listen to him. So this is uh, Jastrzemski, JJ, who's here now. First of all, tell me when you work. What's your schedule? So I now work Sunday to Monday, Thursday to Friday, Saturday to Sunday. Sunday to Monday is at what time? Overnight. A complete overnight? Yeah. It started at 2 o'clock? 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, okay. give it take. Okay, okay. And you work Sunday to Monday. Thursday to Friday. Thursday to Friday. Saturday to Sunday, which I love, by the way. Been used there quite a bit. They have him on in the morning show. He's becoming kind of a, a key cog in their apparatus. What we need here at EEI now is a night guy, because Mutt's off nights. Is it Mutt at night? Mutt stabbed Mikey in the back, and now yes, he did. that's just a total wasteland. If that's what you really want. Right, I mean, we're, we're trying to piece it together. Soon it's Red Sox season. Let's go back to Mutt. Red Sox broadcasts, obviously, over. A major overhaul, that's set. Mario Pebra. After sock season, we need a night guy. We need a new mutt, a new utility guy. Somebody that might be able to be pulled in with us once a week. So we're going to try out Jastrzemski for a couple hours next week. I am uh, very curious to see how this goes, even for a two-hour cameo, because I'm not sensing Jerry and Mutt are loving this idea of new trying out new voices on our show. Uh... And I think there's a fear that this new person is going to be perceived as the new Kirk or the Kirk replacement, and that's not it at all. Right. It's going to be Mutt and Callahan. We're still going to have all our people on, but the station needs a new piece, and we need somebody, ideally, that can mesh with, with Mutt and Callahan once a week as well. Yeah, it's a interesting situation. I'm honestly, I'm exceptionally excited. Exceptionally excited. To see how he sounds on the station, and specifically with Mutt and Jerry. I don't... Mutt said he sounds like a DA to him, like a uh, more New York version of DA, and you worked with DA, so I you're did. the expert on this. DA is a good friend of mine. I love DA. And, um, he's a big source of yours. He's a big, yeah, I would never reveal it, but... He's a source. And um, I have a source literally right. right next door to the Boomer and Carton show. Is one Damon Amendolara's show. So he's trying to get me some information oh, about what's yeah, going on. You're going to have to rat him out. Help me out a lot. Uh, I would say <laughs> that I don't see a lot of DA with, with John Jastrzemski. John, DA is a Syracuse cutout. Yastrzemski is sort of the opposite of that. He's kind of a New York sports fan. That During the football season, I love doing that, that shift. Something. Okay. And then a variety of whatever shifts, turning knees. So, exactly. And then you're on C- I've seen you on the couch at CNN now. Uh, oh, they make uh, you look good. Right? It's amazing, huh? There is a distinct New York guy, F-A-N sounding guy, and he's right. sort of it. He sounds uh, like a younger Joe Beningo to me. What do your people think of that? Well, I think there's still a glimmer. All right. You know, a guy that's sort of a fan. He's got the authentic New York accent. He doesn't really have any pretense as a journalist. He's kind of a not DA. Bad job by Mutt. W.A. Matnevsky. He is not like DA. Please don't put that on him. It's a shock that Mutt's wrong. Yes. Again. Uh, I would say that he is a New Yorker through and through, and I think Boston has a place for, you know, Differing points of view. Sorry. Yeah, he does it. Is that going to work here? A New, York, a New Yorker through and through? Is that- well, I argued with DA when he would host that he was a Giants fan. Like, why don't you talk about that on the air? And he was, you know, there was this big thing. He got pissed at one of the other producers who talked about one of his <laughs> posters in his house. And he was like, why did you say that on Touch I mean, it didn't work with Ben's. He was like a brash Steelers fan, and that obviously didn't go anywhere. Please say it! I can I, see the fear of that. I think having him in different roles with different shows, not hosting his own show every night, which he might, you know, do a couple nights there, one night with us, one night, one out, you know, whatever his role would be at WEEI. Yeah. In my opinion, there's a place for it. When you look 
look at the most successful hosts in this market, they are not the ones rooting for the home team. We're going to probably have a series of guys that w- over the next couple of months that we're going to audition like this. Now, one guy I'm pitching to bring back, and I don't sense the Jura's on board, is Ben Maller. Holy Pete Rose, Batman. We tried Ben Maller once a couple years ago, and Kirk didn't show up that day, I think, strategically, and he called it sick. And it was not Maller's best performance. The race. Time for the Who Am I game. Here we go. But I think what we would do is, and I actually talked to Ben last night behind your back about this. Wow. He said, totally willing to do it, early April, come in for a week, do a couple night shows, come in in the morning with you guys. Time now for the Insta Trivia. Uh, I'm all for trying anything. You know, I, I would That's love to. That's a lie. To. That's a lie. I, I would just, I do not feel like he is a fit. I think he's, for morning radio, he is tired. He seems like he doesn't have this active personality. He's kind of laid back. You're on the microblogging website. That's at Ben Maller. I, I view him and perceive him as a night to late night host. Methodical with his words. I think there's some layers there, though. He's got, he's an interesting guy behind the, he's a lifer radio guy that's quirky. You're right, he's different, but we only gave him a, we gave him a one day chance and it was not a good, it was not a good look at him. I just, am, I'm uh, haunted by that picture of Jerry and him where Jerry's looking away. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the one where, and that the whole morning was devoted to his 9 11 hijackers hotel. I know, I know. I know. That Jerry was, was fixated on that. Well, that's what I'm saying. We give him a couple days to get his feet wet, he does a couple night shows, and and then maybe on Wednesday or Thursday of the week he's here. But, but I guess my question to you, what is the strong opinion that he's had that you react? You know what I'm saying? Like, like JJ's going to bring in some crazy bonkers New York stuff. You know, I don't think Ben Maller is a political well, we guy. We don't necessarily need that. Like Dickerson's, what's the last great take Dickerson had? He's just kind of fits. He's just a. What was the chess match like between? Dickerson rips Abby Chin, talks about his, his own struggles All with right, depression. Well, I mean. I think Maller's got to find his. He would need to find his local role. He's done some shows for us tonight, but he's on the West Coast, so he's he's people like him, people know him. I want to give him a shot. I'm not saying bring Salisbury back. Oh just, God, I, was I just knew you were going to go that. there. That was oh. totally in your eyes. I need to calm down myself. Oh, which I man. liked. I thought he How did, did you well. Do that. I would not be good at poker with you. I would actually give Washburn another chance too. I know I'm. I'm on he's the been good on, on the Celtics. Actually, he's yes. been the only one that's been ripping them. Wow. I mean, I think that's kind of the state of it right now. You know, as we get to doing more of these, and our, our goal here is to get back into kind of an every other week, maybe a Wednesday, midweek, every two-week real can See, we'll get back into the more of the uh, highlights of recent shows. I like it. Um, but, oh, and, and finally, one other big development today. We have Jerry the Draft Guy that is <laughs> that is that is back and fully engaged oh, in some man. Draft Magazine talks. He was so pissed at my Combine ratings. He wanted those to be uh, NFL Network. was three times the audience at ABC. And he was good today with Lance Zierlein, so let's just end it on that. Uh, tell us more about Jason. Well, so uh, Jared, Jared, Jared is... Jason. Yeah, he came. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.